Hey, welcome to Down in the Valley. You're listening to our podcast version, Running in Syndication, thanks to our friends at the Beautiful Game Network. We air live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central on our YouTube channel. So don't forget to subscribe to it at youtube.com slash down in the valley. And follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at down in the RGB. Be sure to join us live on the show to interact in real time with us to talk all about RGBFC. Thank you and enjoy the show. Do something real. Let's do something real quick. So, guys, welcome to go, welcome to another episode of, of Down in the Valley. Like I said, my name is Edson. We got we got Jacob on on here today. We're gonna have a. I think we're gonna have a good show today. Uh, there's a, I think there's a lot to talk about uh, in regards to continuing with uh, preseason for the uh, RGVFC Toros. We have we actually have also uh, two guests tonight that uh, we're really 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 glad to, uh, to have on. We're going to have uh, Mayra Olivares, who she is the um, she is excuse me, hold on. She is the director of sales at RGBFC. Later on tonight, we're also going to have uh, Kit McConico, who is uh, one of the hosts for the Throw-In in Austin, Texas, uh, who will be uh, helping us talk about the um, the Austin Bowl. And the reason uh, I'm having the uh, I wanted to have him on is because, well, as we all know, this uh, this weekend we're going to be playing the Austin Bowl in preseason. Jacob, go ahead and say hi. Hey, what's up, everyone? Great to be here. Looking forward to talking about the Austin Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> That's what I like to call them because it, it kind of works and it rhymes. But yeah, no, looking forward to that game as well as looking forward to the show. Yeah, like I said, we're going to have a lot. Of, we're going to have a lot of guests today. Yes, Cisco, we have video. Um, but let, um, we're going to have, like I said, uh, Mayra Olivares. We're going to be talking about season tickets with her. Uh, I know there's been a lot of questions um, by the RGBFC fans in, uh, in regards to, to that. Uh, there's been a lot of concerns in the previous years. And I just wanted to take this opportunity to kind of address these issues directly with somebody from the organization. I, I know, excuse me, I know, I know we've been talking many times throughout the show where it just seems like the organization uh it seemed like they never listened to the the concerns uh, of the fans and i think having them on live on the show i think will, will help us uh them understand what we mm. expect from them from from an organization in order to make our game day experience a lot better exactly this is what we wanted from day one especially given the fact that we had had some problems basically come leading up to this. We had a terrible sophomore season in the new stadium really for tickets, mm -hmm. ticket sales in general, and the numbers were down and that's not what you want for a pro club. We talk about it a lot here. It's not a right to have a team. So you look at it that way. Now we might be able to get some answers. Yeah, 
so she will be on in around 30 minutes, uh, around 7.30. So we'll be taking a break uh, really quickly before before that, we'll have about a three-minute break. We're also going to have uh, at around 8.30, we're going to have, like I said, Mick, Kit McConico, uh, who is the host of The Throw-In in Austin, Texas. He covers the bold. He, cost, he covers Austin FC. So it'll be interesting to ask him a couple of questions in regards to the bold who is going to be who's going to be our rival for this Saturday? Uh, I know I uh, doing a little bit of research. They did they did um, they did play against UTRGV uh, in the last couple of weeks, uh, and they beat UTRGV two to zero. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he what he he who covers this team team more closely what he thinks of their progression so far, if they're ready for the beginning of the USL Championship, and a couple other questions in regards to the Bold and the and the, this feud between the Bold and Austin FC, which we all know is, it's, it's ridiculous, like how neither team has ever has played an official match yet, and there's already like some sort of rivalry between them. Yeah, I mean, it's USL and an MLS team. Mm-hmm. To me, they should be. They should obviously come together and make just one team. Yes, no one technically wants that, but at the same exact time, why are you going to have a feud? It's two soccer clubs in freaking Austin, Elroy, Texas. It couldn't be any better. Obviously, of course, it's still Austin, and obviously, my sweater is A and M. So. <laughs> Yeah, it, it just it goes back to that way. This is a prime place for a soccer club in general to be in, and you've got two of them. That's that's a dream, in my opinion. <laughs> and we'll go a little, a little bit into detail uh, once we have a kit on. But uh, I think if you ask me, I think how it all developed with uh, Austin USL being announced way before. Uh, this whole fiasco with Columbus Crew and Save the Crew, um, it seemed to me like they like Austin FC started off with the wrong foot uh, when in the in the soccer in soccer USA, you know, um, getting trying to get rid of one of one of the original MLS clubs just to bring into to Austin when when USL Austin was had already la- launched and uh, been officialized by the United Soccer League, and it seemed to like like kind of they felt threatened about it so they tried to do everything for it to not happen um you might say you might say it might be they might were doing the wrong the right thing for the wrong reasons you know we don't we don't know we can't really be the judge of that all we know right now is that now they have two teams and now it's it's going to be pretty much a survival of the fittest kind of thing which one will which one will survive and mm-hmm. if you ask me right now there's been a lot just based on social media there's been a lot more hype about Austin FC than the Austin Bold. And that's because the Austin Bold already has players. They're already in preseason. And Austin FC, we don't even know if they're going to be able to start by 2020. Yeah, exactly. It's They had a much longer time to really even get ready because we heard about Austin having a soccer club a while back due to the fact that the Columbus crew – we're going to fold. And we constantly heard the Columbus crew are going to fold and they're going to be moved to Austin. So that made Austin obviously go, um, well, not really go, but 
just take a step in the right direction to furthermore try and get players, a stadium, land, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they were already in business. Now, Austin Bolt, they've obviously, you know, now, of course, both those teams, they have the time to still get those players before 2020 and all that deal. But if they have to, once again, it couldn't be that bad for them to come together and create kind of a one-deal team for a while until both those clubs really get off the ground. Because, yes, you're going to have land and you're going to probably have a fantastic stadium. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, it's, well, it might not succeed. Yeah, but we'll do, we'll talk more about that uh, as as we get closer to eight 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 thirty the second the second hour of the show.